Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1114, air date September 23rd, 2022. Good evening, everyone. We just want to do a very quick update on what's going on um, in Russia and Ukraine. Obviously, everyone should be concerned if they're not. Uh, unfortunately, the mainstream media is not giving a good coverage of it, but we wanted to make sure that everyone was aware of what's going on. And particularly, there was a, uh, some of you may know, there's a referendum taking place. We should have um, a colleague of mine, Mike Mosca, be joining us shortly. And um, there's a referendum taking place right now uh, in Russia, which is, or in Ukraine. Uh, there are different um, uh, provinces or regions of Ukraine and Eastern Ukraine, as some of you may know, which are the groups that wanted to separate uh, from Ukraine. And they're having a referendum. And that referendum uh, in four of those areas is where the people get an opportunity to vote to decide if they, A, want to break away and become their own republic. And also the details of it aren't exactly clear, but as I understand, to also join um, Russia. So those are the two things that are coming up right now, uh, if they wanna break away, and if they also want to join um, Russia. And if the referendum is passed, this means those four former regions of Ukraine where the, a lot of the fighting, in fact, the source of the fighting started, will become parts of Russia. So what does that mean? So you had Ukraine, you had this region, as many of you know, as I've talked about in the earlier videos, the eastern province of Ukraine, where people were very, very upset when in 2014, the uh, US government installed one of their puppets to run it, who the people of eastern Ukraine considered a neo-Nazi, that led to all the events that we're seeing today because uh, the Ukraine uh, existing guard started bombing those people and committing a lot of atrocities. So those people not only got upset, but they wanted to become their own republic. Well, now they're gonna have a referendum on it. The Western powers, including NATO and the US are saying, well, this referendum is bogus. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, Putin is forcing this on them. Uh, it's not a real election. Okay, we can talk about elections in the United States at some other point, but that's what they're accusing Putin of. So as a result of that, uh, uh, several days ago, Putin said, if those republics do want to be part of Russia, they will recognize him. And so what that means is that they become part of Russia and any more shelling that takes place in those areas will be seen as you know, attacking Russian regions. And to that point, Putin said that they would protect themselves by essentially any means necessary, which includes um, using, uh, you know, using nuclear weapons. The interesting thing to point out is, very quick review, is that in 2014 is when I said this coup took place backed by the United States by Obama. In 1992 is when the United States government um, 
And Russia, at that time, Gorbachev reached an agreement that with Baker, who um, at the time the defense secretary, who said that the United States would not go one inch, you know, east of Germany. And obviously the United States did go many uh, uh, points east of Germany. And someone pointed out, oh, Dr. Shiva, you're not telling the whole truth. There was a pact signed in 1997. Yes, there was a pact signed in 1997. It was called the Russo-NATO Pact under Yeltsin. Now, what's interesting to remember about this pact, which I went and read after this guy pointed it out, is that that pact basically was done at a time when the United States was bringing, or NATO was bringing other parts of that region into NATO and to calm Russia, the U.S. signed this pact saying, don't worry, this is only for defensive reasons. And any people that we have there will only be for defensive reasons where we'll rotate troops. But it did not say that the U United States um, would stop from enlarging NATO. OK, so that's to that gentleman who should go read the pact. So this is important to understand because it really meant that uh uh, NATO was trying to appease Yeltsin at the time, Boris Yeltsin, but it did not mean that they were not going to do anything to uh, uh, not expand NATO. All right. So that's based on 1997 pact. But regardless of that, NATO continued to expand. And, and, and as we more recently know, started um, uh, uh, supporting Ukraine, which was sort of the uh, end for Russia's tolerance. You also need to be reminded that the Minsk II agreement was in place and the Minsk II agreement was put forward to settle all of this. You know, back in 2021, many experts on Russian-U.S. relations were saying the United States and Russia should sign with NATO the Minsk II agreement because what that agreement said was that those provinces in Russia to make them feel better, that they would be created their own state they would be given statehood and Russia would also not interfere. And Russia was willing to sign that. The United States never supported Minsk II. When you have time, I recommend everyone just look up Minsk II and read up about it. It was a very um, sort of even balanced agreement which have stopped all of any of this. So one has to ask, does the United States, did, did the United States really want provocation? Did they want war? But we're on the brink of it. A very important expert on this basically said, we're at the one second on the doomsday clock. If you remember, there's this doomsday clock that people have talked about saying that humanity gets closer and closer and closer to a nuclear annihilation. And he said, we're at the one second of that doomsday clock. And why did he say that? Because if the referendum is passed and those people become part of Russia in those regions of Ukraine officially, and any shelling that Ukraine does, Zelensky does into that region, will be considered a provocation by Russia. More importantly, we also need to understand that Ukraine is trying to bomb the, and is bombing and continues to bomb the nuclear reactor. And there's a thesis on this, which is coming out. And the problem is we don't have any journalists physically on the ground reporting news. We used to have journalism, and this is where you have to get it from a multiple set of sources and you have to make some, you have to look at the whole uh, history here to understand where we're at. If you only look at a certain point, one reporter, listen to uh, Fucker Carlson or listen to CNN, you won't really get what's going on. 
So we have to look at all of history, and that's what we're attempting to do on this um, on these lives is to awaken people to understand that um, this is very, very serious situation. And uh, in fact, in Poland, as we understand, they've started to distribute iodine capsules, which is something that you do for radiation. So just be reminded that the key points I want to update everyone is that there is a referendum taking place in the provinces of Ukraine to those people want to vote to be part of Russia and to become their own republic. Once that happens, uh, what will then happen is any provocation, any bombs into those region, Russia will, will state that this is actually an attack on Russia. And Russia has said at that point they will unleash nuclear weapons or they have the right to do whatever they want. In fact, Putin in this speech said this is no bluff. Okay. So um, I recommend everyone at minimum raise their awareness to recognize that we are being essentially shielded and hidden from all the dynamics that are taking place. The U.S. media is going to tell us, you know, in a very biased way that this is Putin forcing these provinces to vote. That may be true, may not be true. But the other truth could be that these provinces, as we've talked about, and, and as the facts are out there, hated the fact that Obama stepped in in 2014, installed essentially US friendly puppet, who was essentially uh, a neo-Nazi, okay? So those people in the Eastern provinces had relatives, grandparents, fathers who had died fighting Nazism. So to them, this was like basically stabbing them in the back and it was the net of it. And so that's where we have to understand where all of this goes back to. You have Ukraine, a people, a different parts of Ukraine were very, very upset that the United States stepped in in 2014 and installed someone who was essentially pro-US, but also pro-Nazi, okay? Pro-neo-Nazi. These people had fought against Nazism all their lives. So this is essentially basically saying, screw you to them. And Russia stepped in under the position that there was genocide taking place in that area. And they were stepping in, not as war, but to step in to support those people. United States has also done these kinds of things in different parts of the world. As you know, Serbia, Bosnia, you know, Latin America, et cetera. And that was Russia's position. But now if this referendum, uh, it's supposed to take place between now and I believe September 27th, goes through and the people in those regions, the four regions vote to become part of Russia and become their own independent republic, a republic any attack into that region, Russia has made it very clear they've drawn the line in the sand that this could mean a nuclear standoff. Now, the bottom line could be that this is all just brinksmanship. It's talking a lot of, you know, everyone puffing their chest. But it may be that Russia has done this, wants these regions, and they will declare victory. And then they sort of walk away and we defuse a nuclear war. That's one possibility. A number of people are saying that no one wants a nuclear war, but everyone wants to feel like they got something out of it. So it could be that these provinces become part of Russia. Russia claims victory, stops doing anything. Ukraine then says, oh, we won the war. See, Russia has stopped. They've surrendered. So we don't know. But the most important thing is that 
we want to make everyone aware of what's going on. So that's what I wanted to do this video. And as many of you know, that we're not taking a pro-Putin or an anti-Zelensky anti pro-Putin. We're essentially educating Putin on educating you on what Putin has been up to and giving the historical analysis. But the U.S. news media, first of all, we don't have any reports. They just give this very, very biased analysis. Putin is a maniac and that's it. Well, it's really not true. That's definitely he's not a maniac. The guy knows what he's doing. He has his self-interest. The United States and NATO have their self-interest. The United States and NATO want to expand and surround Russia. And you have to understand going back to 1992 and going back to 1990, uh, when, when NATO was created before that, NATO was really created, remember this, to contain Russia, to contain the Soviet Union specifically. So no one should be have any illusions that NATO was not created just for some random reason was created to contain the Soviet Union. That's what this is all about, okay? And inch by inch, NATO has uh, taken up more former territories of the Soviet Union, and Ukraine was sort of the last straw, and that's where we're at. So that's why um, one of the experts recently said we're at sort of the one second mark. Is it true? Well, we're creating conditions that we're even talking about nuclear war, which is absolutely insane that we've even gotten to this point. So everyone in the United States, be aware what's going on. This is not a uh, don't listen to the a bias uh, U.S. media. Do your own research. I've given you some data points, some of the systems constructs to look at. So please go do that. And that's what this is really about. So I hope you'll do that. I hope all of you know that. Um, you have an opportunity to join our movement for truth, freedom, and health. And we take a systems approach. Everything we do here is taking a systems approach, be it to understand your body, understand molecular systems, how food works in your body, understand political systems. At truth, freedom, and health, we've created an environment, a community, so all of you can learn. So go uh, do that. And by the way, um, uh, every Thursdays, we do our open house. And please take advantage of those open houses where you can meet a lot of other people and learn. Anyway, it's Friday. It's been a long week. I wish you guys all well, and we'll see you guys uh, soon. Be well. Have a good uh, weekend. Thank you.